Last time, the party searched for Freena, princess of Neverwinter, in the monastery of the Order of the Twilight, interrogating frightened novices and subduing guards. The princess was in the midst of fighting her way out of her prison when they found her. The 17-year-old wanted to head back to the city, but the party convinced her to join them on their way to Everland, to lay low for a while and organize her return. Whilst the red man drew a fancy teleportation circle onto the ground, the rest looted the entire monastery. Freena set fire to head priest Gren's office before they were magicked away into yet another forest. Hadwig and Ludovica quickly surmised that they were in the Silverwood, about 40 miles west from Avalund. They made their way through the forest, encountering a druid's hut, but leaving it alone before making camp for the night. On the first watch of the night, Hedwig heard the howling of wolves in the distance. So yeah, Hedwig, you are sitting there by the fire all alone. I mean, not all alone, but you're the only one awake. Everybody else is is asleep. You hear your sister gently snoring. You hear the red man loudly snoring. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I wake him up because he's going to bring the wolves here. Uh, he's like, ah, ah, ah. He turns around and lies on his side and goes back to sleep. As long as he stops snoring. Yeah, when he lies on his back, he snores. But when he lies on his side, he's okay. <laughs> True to life. Um, yeah, you hear a second howl much closer. Okay, then I would probably just wake the party up to make sure I don't have to fight a pack of wolves by myself. All right. To say quietly, just but be on alert. Grab oh. your weapons. There's a pack of wolves nearby. Is, is there coffee? <laughs> Only if you make it. Uh, the red man gets up and put on uh, a dressing gown. And means walking around the camp. And he's like, oh, oh it's cold. Uh, everybody, please make a perception check. I got a 20, not natural. 18 for me. Uh, CD8 rolled a natural 20. There you go. Everybody but the red man who is just rubbing sleep out of his eyes uh, hear the, the sounds of someone or something approaching from different sides. It seems like in a moment you will be surrounded. Not surrounded, but you know, there are people coming from you. There's something coming to you at you from different sides. I guess we didn't make that clear, but usually when you're looking for a camp, that you uh, look for a place where the, you've got something very solid at your back. But I suppose if there wasn't something like that in the woods, then just the trees. <laughs> They're usually rocks. Uh, this one is very close to some swampy marshland, uh-huh. so there is there isn't really a anything like rocks, like big rocks. Okay, and you can now see from four different sides uh-huh. mm-hmm. because I, because of course you have uh, you all have night vision or dark vision. They you can see huge, huge wolves approaching you from the northwest, the northeast, the southwest, and the southeast. Uh, They are approximately 60 feet away, and you all get, uh, you know, I guess, no, I guess, let's roll for initiative. That was fast. What do you add to initiative again? Your Dex. Your Dex. And the red man got 21. Ooh. That's very fast. 22. Nice. And then CD8 has 13. Mm-hmm. I got eight. Are Lulu and the princess up? Yeah, they're definitely up. They're going to join you. They both rolled a seven. That's interesting. Uh, okay. What happens in the case so, of a tie? Uh, the one with the higher dexterity modifier... Uh, goes first. That makes sense. And if you have a tie, there's a, just a second roll off between those two. Yeah. Did we have a long rest, or does the because we were interrupted, we don't? 
Yeah, uh, this is the first watch of the night, so I would say that no, you haven't had a long rest yet. Got it. What What did we say? Did we get a short rest because we were walking slowly? I thought because that's what we yeah. said we weren't rushing, but it was a short. Okay, yeah, just checking. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so you have uh, the the wolves approaching you. They don't look like they just want to be petted. I mean, I let you roll initiative, so that probably gave something away. And first up, it is Ahoy. All right, let's just uh, shoot him in the face, hopefully. Okay. And by the way, if when I say large wolf, I, I mean like huge, like oh. almost, almost horse-sized. So like dire wolf. Bigger yeah, dire wolf. Okay. Pretty much. Um, okay. I'm going to declare the one in the southeast side as my favorite enemy or favorite foe or whatever. Yeah. So that's a 1d6, right? Mm-hmm. And then I will then also just attack. Let's do it. Critical fail on the first one. Great. <laughs> You're still sleepy. It's fine. Yeah, right. Happens. And then um, 13 on the second one. Uh, 13 does not hit. All right. Well, that was a waste of a turn. Go ahead. Who's next? <laughs> next up I hate when that happens. Man. Yeah. The red man reaches his hand into the fire and draws out five little flaming balls. I cast Melch's Minute Meteors mm-hmm. and these flame, sorry, six flaming balls and they begin uh, floating around my head and then I reach into my pack and pull out my coffee, the coffee gear and I begin making coffee <laughs> and grumbling the whole time. Are, are you, know, you excuse me? <laughs> well, maybe he needs the coffee. I'll let him. I'll let him so go. you're using your bonus action to do the meteor? No, thing? no. Bane action to do the meteor. Bonus action, pull out a coffee cup. Okay, cool. <laughs> and grumbly look around. Okay, how much coffee do I need? How many people are here? Do wolves drink coffee? I don't know. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> but since I have cast a fire spell, I am now wreathed in flame, mm-hmm. which means wild animals are less likely to attack me. Uh, and I will have a bonus to making coffee because it'll be extra hot. Sure, I will. I will say that uh, the Redman is the barista of the group. Um, <laughs> next up, it is the wolves uh, who are going to close in and uh, attack you <laughs> because that's what they do. Uh, so there's going to be one on Hawaii. One on the red man because maybe he slightly turned away from the wolves to towards the fire to make some coffee. The one close to the red man, actually, he is still 20 feet away. He's, he kind of stopped and does a howl. So everybody, please make a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving. Right. 19. Mm-hmm. Um, CD8 rolled a 24 and Ahoy rolled a 4. Okay. Oh, no. Um, I got a 15. All right. 15. Uh, Frina got a natural 20 and Lud- Ludovica rolled a 6. So Ahoy and Lulu are stunned for a round, which means. Ahoy, that you are incapacitated, you cannot move, you you can barely speak, you fail all your strength and deck saves, and attackers have advantage against you. Great. This is not turning out well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, speaking of things that don't turn out well, the, ho- the wolf that is right up in your face is going to attack you. Great. Uh, rolled a 17. Yeah, that hits, of course. That hits, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take oh, you take uh, twenty piercing damage and uh, five lightning damage. Lightning. From a wolf. Yep. All right. Is that normal? No. Nope. Do we know that? Like, mean is that normal for a dire wolf? 
Not not necessarily. Depend. Okay. Not not like a typical direwolf. No. Okay. Okay. No. So I just wanted to know. Be like, oh, okay. Yeah, direwolves are like, it's like yeah. oh, okay. There's something different Absolutely. about them. Okay. And because you are stunned, you fail your strength saving throw and are knocked prone as well. Which means you're lying on basically on your back, and you would have to use half of your movement to get up. Great. Um, okay, the one that it, then there's one attacking Lulu. Um, rolled a twenty, not natural, which is Lulu's AC, and oof, she takes twenty five damage. That's pretty pretty bad. Uh, she does not like that at all. One on the one on Hedwig roll that's a miss that is definitely a miss <laughs> uh rolled so definitely something with a single digit so that's yeah that's, yeah that's definitely that could work then that is their turn next up it is cd8 who is in the middle is in between ahoy and the red man cd is very conflicted here doesn't know really what to do but he's going to jump onto the back <laughs> of the wolf um and bite him in the back of the neck okay so basically, CD8 is like here. Roll the 17. 17 does hit. Yay. Oh, that's seven damage. And then um, he needs to roll a constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw. That is a two. <laughs> All right. That fails. That's um, 11 damage. Mm-hmm. That's it. All right. Wow. CD8. Doing better than Ahoy. <laughs> yeah. Is is the wolf poisoned now or just takes the poison damage? Just takes the poison damage. Okay, cool. Next up it is Hedwig. Um Yeah, I'm going to call lightning. Mhm. Um so if we had previously had clear skies, uh there uh clouds come rolling in dark angry clouds come rolling in and sorry let me i need to check it's been a while since i've used it so i need to check the range um and i think i'm gonna cast it at a higher level i'll okay. cast it as a fourth level spell all right hedwig is not messing around i'm gonna hit <clears throat> call um yeah raise my hammer and bring it down as a bolt of lightning strikes this um, wolf, this dire wolf here, and it is a deck saving throw. I'm going to destructive wrath that one. So okay. that's um, going to be 40 lightning damage. 40 lightning damage. Wow. I don't know, though. It might not work, considering they can do lightning. Well... It seems like this attack doesn't do as much damage damage as you had hoped it would, uh, but the wolf is still bloodied. Yeah, so that's a shame because otherwise he would have been dead. Yeah, the wolves, uh, not quite, but almost. Um, but also, yeah, this the wolves have resistance against lightning damage. They need to be at a distance, and I'm going to push him ten feet. Okay, away from Ahoy. All right. Next up, it, it is Lulu, who is unfortunately stunned. And next up, it's Frina, who unsheaths her... Oh, no, she doesn't have a sheath. She stole that longsword, so she, so she didn't have time to pick, pick it. But she takes her longsword and attacks the wolf that is next to Lulu um, with the said longsword and rolls a critical hit. Will you... That's amazing. I'm also going to roll something else real quick. Uh, that is, oh my god! Oh, interesting. Cool. Oh wow! This is a okay. This is going. This this is wolf is going to die. Uh, I think. Uh, one second. Two d ten. The anticipation here. I don't have no idea what's happening. <laughs> Maybe her magic power is activated. Some sort of wild surge. Yes, that's exactly what's going to happen. Um, 
and you see Frina raising her longsword, hitting the wolf on like straight onto onto its head, and the wolf takes eleven slashing damage, but also takes an additional and you can see the wound there is something to it. It it just something something is wrong with this wound and the wolf takes another 28 acid damage as there is kind of like an there is something that has been channeled through the sword from Frina and it just it also pushes back the wolf five feet and uh the the head looks grievously injured, almost like some somewhat burnt from the acid, and is in, it's incredibly bloodied. Um, and that is Frina's turn. Next up, it is Ahoy. I think I'm still stunned and on the ground, so I can't do anything. Yes, that is correct. So that that is your round, unfortunately. And next up, it's the Red Man. All right. The red man looks around and he's like, ah, oh, fine, I'll make coffee later. So he stands up, he begins spinning and turning, entering his blade song as a bonus action. Mm-hmm. And then, um, who's in the most immediate danger? Uh, I mean, Lulu is fine for now. I don't know how Ahoy is doing. Okay. And uh, this wolf over here that's, um, uh, Hedwig knocked back. Yeah, uh, I'll try and finish that off so she can focus her lightning attack on something else. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna shoot him with. Actually, what I'll do is I will turn around to the wolf that was howling. Mm-hmm. Step five feet forward. I'm going to tumble my way. You say this guy's nearly dead? Yeah, the the wolf that attacked Ahoy is very much bloodied. Okay, 5, 10, 15. Okay, I'm going to cartmill my way over here. In front of the wolf? In front of the wolf. I'm going to pick up, draw my shish kebab. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to shish kebab him right in the, right in the face. Okay. All right, I rolled a 15 plus 7. That's 20... Two. Mm-hmm. That's a hit. And has a total of 10 piercing damage. Okay. Is he still going? Still going. Very, very, very closely. <laughs> but uh, very narrowly escaping death okay. for now. Well, then, uh, as my sword goes in, uh, I wiggle it around like I'm ringing a bell. And I cast the cantrip Toll the Dying. That is that is because of um, j- just that that is a blade singing thing that when you hit with a melee attack you can do a cantrip, right? Yes. When I I have the extra attack feature, but I, instead of taking an extra attack, I can instead cast a cantrip. Cool. There you go. All right. Toll the dead. Spare the dying. Spare the dying. <laughs> toll the dead. Yeah. Right, I keep forgetting though. I keep. <laughs> Tolling the dying, and I keep sparing the dead. It yeah. makes no sense. <laughs> it doesn't. It really right. doesn't. He needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Yeah. Uh, that's not this. It does have a plus one, actually, but that is only a 13. That's a fail. Six and eight. He takes 15 necrotic damage. And with that, the wolf falls dead to the ground. Yeah. All right. Um. Can I briefly, uh, do these wolves look different in any way? Do they look like they've been altered? Yeah, they don't look altered in any way. They just, so you, it's, they have this silvery white fur, really thick. Uh, and er, actually, everybody can make a nature check. I got 11. 14. 20. Ahoy, you know that... Or Hoy, you can tell that these wolves seem to come from the far north. Great. So lying on my back, completely stunned. I just yell out there from the far north. (laughs) 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 
story. Yeah. That's really funny. You're like, <laughs> sure, you can. You <laughs> like can you're do down it. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From the uh, from the mountain ranges up north, where there is a very harsh climb. It's basically Hoth. They're from basically Hoth. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Says Frina. Um, Haven't you seen Star Wars? <laughs> Star what? Boy, do I have the podcast for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a crossover promotion is what that is. Uh, not really, because it's all in one feed. But uh, anyway, go listen to Serially Hooked Star Wars. Um, <laughs> What's a podcast? Yeah, <laughs> that, is the, uh, that is the logical uh, question. Show me your uh, iPhone and then I'll show it to you. Your what? <laughs> I, I think something is seriously wrong with a whore. He's speaking in tongues. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what this Hal does, but uh, he seems really confused. <laughs> Speaking in riddles. Uh, next up it is the uh, it is the wolves, um, and the howling does not recharge, so all that can do is attack. And the one on that just attacked Lulu is now going to attack the one that just attacked it, which is Frina. And rolls a 12. And Freena doesn't have great AC, but it's better than 12. Uh, the one on Hadwig rolls a 23, which is a hit, I assume. And uh, you take 13, uh, 13, no, no, 18 piercing damage and 7 lightning damage. And also, you need to make a strength check. I got a 21. Well, that is going to save, so you do, do not fall prone. And then the one on in the, the one remaining, the one that just howled earlier, is going to go right up against the red man and is going to try to sink his teeth, its teeth, into him. Ooh, uh, that is a 21. That is a miss. That is a miss. Wow. What? Oh, yeah, Blade Song. I, I forget. Um, damn. All right. Now, 21 is a hit, but I'm going to use my reaction to cast shield. Okay. To make my AC 25. No, 26. It's a first level spell, right? Shield? Yes. Okay, the first cool. level reaction spell. Sweet. Oh, yeah. And wizards regain spell slots after a short rest. I forgot. Uh, Do we? I think so, yeah. I thought we did a long rest, but I have used arcane. Rec I've used oh, arcane that's recovery. The yeah, yeah, that's so. I used arcane recovery to regain my third level spell slots, but I've still only got two first level spell slots left. There you go. All right, cool. Um, that is it for the wolves. Uh, next up, it is CD8. There is a new wolf uh, right up against them. Yeah, ripe for the taking. We're just going to yeah. jump on this one's back, too. <laughs> okay. Try the same move. Um, What is that? Uh, 21. Yeah, that hits. Cool. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, 20 math. 23. No, that's that fails. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that is seven piercing damage, and then he mm -hmm. needs to do a constitution saving throw. Yep. That's an that's a ten. That fails. Uh, eight poison damage. Eight poison damage. Okay. Go CD eight. Uh, next up, it is Hedwig. Since my lightning can't do much. Oh, I didn't roll my con anyway. Uh, wait. How do I do that again? I need to roll a d twenty and then add what. Do it. it. The DC is 10 or half the damage taken. Okay, and it's just a straight D20 then. Uh, I think you add your... My spell casting? For for concentration or... Yeah. It's uh, your constitution modifier. My con... Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. That was very cocked. <laughs> uh, it's 13. So wait, what? So ten That's or half success. the damage? Yeah. Half the damage was twelve. Yep. Okay. Um. But then again, I'll, so I'll just hold on to it for now. Um, okay. Because who knows what's going to happen? But I'm going to try and hit him with my hammer instead. Yeah. Just do a plain roll. Eighteen plus eight. That's a hit. Okay. Then that's a. And I'll use uh my 
a divine strike to you do um an extra d8 thunder damage with my mm -hmm. weapon so the weapon attack is um eight and then plus thunder damage is so plus four is thunder damage so eight regular damage four mm -hmm. thunder damage okay the thunder damage also doesn't seem to do as much as you had hoped they're immune to lightning and thunder? Resistant, yeah. They're also resistant to another type of damage. <laughs> so I'm assuming cold? Maybe. <laughs> cold, thunder, and lightning, that's weird. Yeah. Well, they have adapted very well to living in uh, in the climate that of the harsh north, I suppose. Next up, it is Lulu, who's had enough of, of these wolves. She's going to... Uh, you know, she has her battle axe and she is going to just wail on the on the wolf that just attacked both her and Frina. And the first attack barely, but it does hit. So that is uh, eight slashing, slashing damage. Almost dead. Second attack is a three which is not great but she uses action surge so she can attack twice more rolls a natural 20 and uh, sh i should have done that in sequence but uh, i'm just gonna retcon that uh, <laughs> so she she hits the the wolf one more time and yes does kill it and then turns around and goes next to her sister and she swings her battle axe right onto the wolf, crits with that one, and does... Oh, no, she's a great... I rolled a two and a one, but because she's a great weapon fighter, I can re-roll those. Oh, good. Oh, can you re-roll re -roll all dice, or is it just if it's under a certain... No, it, it is you re-roll all ones or twos on damage dice. Oh, ones and twos. That's fantastic. Yeah. So she does 15 damage to that one that looks uh, basically bloodied. Uh, and that is her turn. Uh, next up, it is Frina. But Frina seems to be incredibly exhausted after the outburst of magic that just occurred. So she cannot do anything this turn. And next, so we're back to the top of the round and ahoy. There are two wolves left. One that the red man CD8 and apparently you might be fighting. And then Hedwig, Lulu and Frina fight the other one. But I mean, you can attack whichever one you like. So I'm still lying on my back, <laughs> flailing mm -hmm. around. Yes, I, very true. Yeah. So I have to get up. Mm -hmm. You said that it uses half of my movement? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but that doesn't impact any action I want to take, right? No, that just nope. means if you then wanted to move, you could just not move as much. Okay, right? so I can still like cast a spell or do anything. Yeah. Right? Take, okay. I, I would say maybe you could probably even cast a spell lying down, but uh, uh, yeah, I'm sure you would want to get up because... I mean, either way, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> getting yeah. up is advantageous. Yes. So in the spirit of not getting in the fight, so as I have not yet so far, I will just cast Summon Beast. And I oh, will cool. um, summon, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, a land, land beast. beast yeah. A land mm -hmm. beast, yeah. And then that'll end my turn. And the land beast, the beast that I summon goes after me. The land beast, can I go up to this little... Uh, thing next to it and um it has advantage on attack rolls if a creature if an ally is within five feet Perfect. of the the beast so it'll have advantage on this attack roll um we also have flanking yeah what's that it means there's one of us on either side of him oh so automatically you get advantage yep oh then that was pointless that okay <laughs> yeah that's good to know for the future I'm just going to roll this now. And the first one was a 19. That's a hit. Yeah. That's a hit. Okay. I just won't, I won't roll the second one. So that's 1d8 
All right, that is um oh man, only eight damage from okay. this little monster guy. Then next up it is the red man. All right, um I am going to um hit this guy in front of me with my weapon. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to cast Booming Blade. Ooh, I love that one. Yeah. And so I'm going to switch and go more fire and use the Green Flame Blade. Mm -hmm. So I need to make an attack roll, first of all, as I channel Green Fire into my sword and stab into the creature. All right. I rolled a 16 plus 7. That's a hit. That's a hit. Okay. The effects attacks as normal, first of all. So he takes stabbing damage. Mm -hmm. He takes seven stabbing damage. Okay. And the target uh, takes additional fire damage. So he takes an additional eight fire damage. Mm -hmm. uh, including the monstrosity? Oh, sorry. The monstrosity. That's nine fire damage. Mm -hmm. Of course. Uh, and then I'm going to use my extra attack to just stab me in. Step, step, step. Okay. Uh, I rolled a two, so that's probably a miss. That is a miss. Do you have advantage, though, because you are flanking? Ah, uh, you're right. I am flanking. I rolled again. <laughs> I rolled a one. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> but I do also have a bunch of meteors floating around my head. That's true. So how is this wolf looking compared to the other one? It is looking slightly worse than the other one. Or much okay. worse, but still, still alive for sure. Okay, uh, I'm going to, as per, as a bonus action, I can fire off two of my six meteors. Mm -hmm. They can target different creatures, so I'll fire one at each one. Okay. Um, and it explodes and hits anything within five feet of it, so I'm going to cast it over here, so it hits just the wolf, yep. and over here, so it hits just the wolf. Okay. So the two wolves need to make dexterity saving throws. Yep. Um, the one in the north... So the one that is right up against you, it does a 17. That is a pass on the button. So he'll take okay. half. Okay. And uh, the one in the, in the south misses. Okay. So uh, the one in the south takes the full, which will be 11 fire damage. Ooh. And the one in front of me will take five. All right. They're both bloodied now. I mean, the one in the north was already bloodied, but now they're both bloodied. Um, and next up, it is Hedwig. I guess I'll just uh, use another bolt of lightning on the one in front of me. Mm -hmm. Deck saving throw. That is a seven. Okay, then that's 12 and eight. So that's 20, so 10 damage. Mm -hmm. All right. Didn't like that one. Uh, looks pretty bad now. Next up, it is Lulu who is going to attack the wolf. Uh, she she hits with the first attack um, and does... Oh, no, she can reroll that. Rolled a one. So she, a four, nine, nine damage... And it's very close to death and then rolls on the button, as uh, as Adam likes to say, a 15 and kills this wolf as well with a good chop of her battle axe. And that is Lulu's turn. Next up, it is Frina, who is now again... Did you skip CD8? Yeah, I skipped CD8. I'm very sorry about that. No worries. That's okay. Okay, yeah. Sorry, it's going to bite again. It's not, not that big yeah, of a... absolutely. <laughs> yeah. CDA is going to disengage and run away. <laughs> 23. Uh, yeah, that hits. hits. That's uh, eight piercing damage. Mm -hmm. Is it still alive? Yes, but close to death. It needs a constitution saving through now. Yep. And it rolls a 13 plus 3, 16. Uh, pass, but then so half damage. Mm -hmm. So 14 I rolled, so 7. It has one hit point <sighs> remaining. <laughs> um, 
So now it is Frina's turn, who is just going to charge up against the wolf and attack. The one remaining wolf has her longsword above her head, and she can see she doesn't need much more. But let's see how she does. She has a plus four, and she rolls a 12, which means she is going to kill that wolf. Wow. Frina killed two wolves. I mean, it's a group effort for sure but she dealt two killing blows not bad uh and with that no more howling no more no more biting you're all by yourself again and it's now just dark except for the crackling of well look around all right can we make um reception checks for anything else yeah i mean it's strange for such um powerful beasts to be in this part of the area according to Ahoy, they're from the far north. Something might have brought them here. Mm -hmm. And we know that a powerful druid is supposed to be guarding this area. And we'll see if there's anything suspicious going on here. Okay, please make a perception check. You want perception or investigation? Uh, what are you looking for, is the question. I'm investigating uh, <laughs> where they came from, if they all came from the top, uh, if there's any humanoids around... Anything sure. that looks suspicious. Yeah, that can be a... Uh, that's an investigation check. Okay. All right, I roll this 9 plus 9, 18. Okay, so you're looking whether there was somebody basically tasking them to attack you? Pretty much, yeah. So you, you go back around uh, like a bigger perimeter around from where they came? Mm-hmm. Yep, do that. My Melf's Mighty Mutiers last for 10 minutes, yeah. so they're still floating around me. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It is also still stormy. Uh, and you just find their traces. You don't see anything uh, that would indicate that they have been sent here. Okay, well, then I'll go back and... Uh... I have a very important debate mm -hmm. to have within myself. Do I go back to bed or continue making coffee? These internal struggles. Yeah, absolutely. Keeping the red man on his feet. How far along in the process are you? Uh, I've just taken out the coffee stuff. so it's If you haven't started brewing it, I'd just say leave it. Thanks, Epic. I can always count on you for a strong voice of reason. And with that, I collapse onto the bed and immediately head back to sleep. Okay. Um, this makes me wonder if the druid is okay, if things like this are wandering around the forest. Because mm -hmm. even if it's a very powerful being, if you get attacked by four or something like that and you're on your own. But we'll see. Mm -hmm. Okay. Don't we know where his house is? Didn't we like walk past his house a few that hours ago? That was her house. Her house. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You, uh, I think it was. I don't know how far about away. About an hour and a half away, if I remember correctly. I, I, I might be mistaken, but it's about, uh, let's just say it's an hour and a half away from where you are right now. It's a bit too far to go back. You can send some people out later, maybe, mm -hmm. when we get to the city. Okay. Yeah, you know you you've you're basically halfway to Avalon now. Um, yeah, you're 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 still in the forest, but it it will only take you a few more hours to get out of there. Maybe like another hour, maybe even, and then you know it's not that far to Avalon anymore. It's kind of weird that we wouldn't just walk through the night to get home if it's only an hour away. <laughs> no, 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 not Avalon, just the... Uh, out of the forest. Out of the forest, yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, and we decided we needed the rest because yeah. we were damaged. We were Pretty like, beat up, I suppose. Yeah. Um, okay, so you just go back to sleep? I do. Yeah, and so I go back to doing my watch, I guess. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, who takes second watch after Hedwig? I think I just take it for the rest of the night, right? Because I only have to sleep the four hours. Sure, that works. Mm -hmm. works that works me. great for the red man. Yeah. <laughs> you have full night's sleep. Hey, why weren't you up with me in the first place then? 
Why was I on my own? I think it was because Ahoy was pretty beat up or something like that. No, no, I mean, not Ahoy, that the red man. Ah, he didn't I take see. a watch then. Well, I mean. He looks up and he's very sheep. He's like, I'm sorry. I won't do it again. Mm. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll be your companion every night from now on for our watches. You can help me practice my card tricks. We're supposed to be keeping watch. okay at some point ahoy and presumably also cd8 i don't know but definitely ahoy i think cd8 has to sleep the full eight hours yeah i think so remember we found out that spiders sleep a surprising amount (laughs) yeah that's true that's true um so yeah at, at some point at some point ahoy relieves hedwig from her guard duty so she can go to sleep and Ahoy just looks over everyone in, uh, you know, paying attention to the surroundings in his ranger ways. And nothing happens for the rest of the night. Dawn is breaking. Dawn has broken. The sun is slowly creeping up and you find yourself in a beautiful morning, except for four dead wolves lying around you. I think I would have cleaned up the wolves okay. in my night in my night work, okay. buried enough. them or something, or skinned them, got the, the hide off there. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know. uh, if you want to, you can uh, actually actually no. Let's do a sleight of hand check. Sleight of hand. Okay. Yes. Ten. Ten. Okay. I would say you can put two of the hides into your inventory. So you can just, I don't know, you can do Those like... big old hides. Yeah. There's a lot. Well, I'm, first of all, I'm gifting them to my friends. I'm not going to use them myself. I, what am I going to do with it? You just don't want to carry them around. And, and, you, are, <laughs> and you already have the fancy, uh, the fancy cloak made from the skin of your enemies. So what, why would you need winter wolf hides? <laughs> I guess I could like chop off little bits of it and also add it to my <laughs> cloak of the skin of my enemies. Mate, if you if you want, you can uh, you can wear a wolf's head for all I oh, care. Oh no, I'm gonna do like a like a Stark thing and wear the skin on, like add it to my um, cloak at the top of the collar, around the shoulders. I yeah. see. Okay, cool. Um. And then the other one, I will then give to the red man so that he can do something, make another costume with it. Okay, for his collection of costumes. Yeah. I also, I don't know how you feel, Adam. I was thinking about our debate on how many costumes or, yeah, how many costumes the Red Man can carry. Mm-hmm. And I would like to propose the uh, the equivalent of your proficiency modifier. Uh, but I can have four different costumes? Sure. Now, is that four in storage and one on? Or is that four in total? I would say four in total. Okay, cool. Uh, I mean, if you if you feel like the red man can carry eight costumes around, uh, you can make your case <laughs> or whatever. He's got like maybe you've got things that are like multi-purpose if you've been really true. clever with it. Yeah, Ooh, true. yeah, you can have that's one true. like like a reverse costume, you know. That's true. Also, like you know, I'm wearing a fancy suit and then suddenly add some glasses. Now I'm a lawyer. <laughs> that is how that I works. Take the, take the glasses off, put on a bow tie. Now I'm a butler. <laughs> absolutely um and yes so you you make your you start your day uh i don't know if there's anything else you wanted to do before you're heading out make coffee so the red one make, makes coffee for everyone except for lulu who uh does not drink i don't drink coffee i don't know about the rest of you i can drink coffee I don't, but I prepared breakfast for everyone. Roast wolf. <laughs> nice. <Ooh. laughs> Roast wolf with a side of coffee. This is what a day. Nice. Okay, so after a hearty breakfast, you make your way out of the woods and you manage to pretty quickly actually you you see a river which Hedwig, you would know, is the river Ravin. Mm-hmm. And you just follow that. And I would say probably Hedwig and Lulu are in the front because they know their way around. 
uh, and they lead you onto the road to Everlund and yeah you can you can you follow the river it's pretty nice uh you know the the sound of the stream is is a very i don't know about you guys i always like the sound of a flowing river yeah um, i hate it <laughs> ahoy wood ahoy yeah right. anything that's nice and pleasant yeah. oh this is too nice i can't stand it it just brings back trauma yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I'm sure... Everything brings back trauma to you. we got to find you a therapist. You're a wood elf, right? Yeah. Or high elf. And wood elf. No, you're... Which is, so I was thinking, like, well, you know, we know that something bad happened to you and your whole family, and if you lived in the woods, I could see how this would bring back sweet memories that were turned bitter through your experiences or something of the sort. The ghost of everything I ever loved haunts behi- yeah. haunts me behind every tree that I see, behind every river <laughs> that I cross, under every stone. Yeah, the red man is hastily writing all this stuff down. Like, oh my god, this emo poetry is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, such a such a uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Alex and I were talking about backstories and family dynamics, and mm-hmm. it's like that is the uh, go-to. D and D background story, some tragic family thing, um, also referred to as Edge Lord. So <laughs> there's that. Uh, it's uh, I would say Ahoy is kind of Edge Lordy, uh, but in the best possible way. Yeah, he's not he's not an Edge Lord in the sense that he's pr- always purposely trying to rile people up. Yeah, so exactly. that's the annoying part of it. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just he's he's dealing with great amounts of pain mm-hmm. and uh especially since he's he's he uh since he's started traveling with Hedwig and uh the red man it seems like he's actually starting to face some of these things instead of sort of losing himself and chasing after his revenge so i'm sh- i i could see every once in a while that flaring up and just not being pleasant Sorry, I just try. I don't want to be making comments on your character, but yeah. No, that's great. As you're making your way uh, down the no uh, upstream, as it were, uh, you can, you know, you you're walking for a few hours, and in the afternoon, Hedwig, you can see a sight for sore eyes. In the distance, you can make out your home city of Avalund in the distance. And Lulu and you are very excited and kind of quicken your pace maybe a little bit. And you're just getting closer and closer to the city and come across a, a traveled road eventually that leads you through farmland and... As you are only a few, maybe maybe let's say a kilometer away, actually, from from the city. As I look at my map of Everland, um, you see some docks to your left, and everybody you can see a walled city divided by the river, with a north and a south bank. Not unlike Heidelberg, actually, which is funny. Uh, and you approach Avalon from the southwest. Uh, and whilst it is a familiar sight for you, Hedwig, you can also see that there are many new buildings on the northern side. And Lulu frowns and says, I wonder what, why, why they did that. I, I don't know if, if, the, if the city is expanding or what, what's going on there. It looks like they have expa- expanded the city walls even. Expansion is a sign of progress. Not always progress that people want, though. Hmm. He pretends to have deep thoughts. And can <laughs> <move> on. <laughs> can and I just... tell he's pretending? Make an insight check. I'm going to make a bluff check. Though. Yeah, and you make a deception check, Redman. Right. Oh, darn, I didn't is... roll very high. Twelve. <laughs> My deception is plus two. So. Oh, wow, really? Critical one. <laughs> I still was able to tell. Yeah. Oh, it is like, I don't know where that is from, but it's just in my mind. The, the, um, 
you know this little wind up thing of the uh uh of the monkey with the two symbols yeah i think it's a simpsons thing i'm not sure i think that is when whenever homer seems lost in thought that's what you think about. <laughs> uh you can tell that it, something similar is going on here um yeah and you're now only a few hundred uh meters from the down river gate all right so you just walk on along yeah i think so okay we, cool. we're on a mission we're on a mission to get to my dying father so absolutely <laughs> okay you get to the down river gate and uh there is not really much traffic so to speak there aren't many people trying to get in there are def there are some guards there who just check everyone they send a few people away but most of the people that you've seen as you approach just can get in and when i say if it, it is still single digits so you are you're probably about the size of the group of all of the people that tried to get into the city in the last uh, uh hour as you were approaching mm -hmm. and yeah they the guards stop you and ask you uh what is it you want in the city this is my home i'd like to return And yeah, Lulu and you can just uh, show your clan badge or whatever there might be, so, so some something like that. And uh, the guards look at the two of you and just nod and look at the rest of them. Look specifically at the tiefling and the spider, and uh, who gave them a very big smile and thumbs up. CDA looks at Redman and tries to copy his smile thing <laughs> and just awkwardly <laughs> make a performance check for, for CDA. Yeah. Right. Or a persuasion check, whatever you would like. Uh, neither is good. Yeah, <laughs> I thought so. You never know, he might roll really well. Yeah. Negative one. He tries to look friendly, but like looks like really menacing. Yeah, somehow. the the two gu <laughs> the guards are yeah, the guards are somewhat taken aback, and, and just continue yeah to to look at the two dwarves in front of them, and ask what about your companions? They are guests of the glass blazers. Very well. It is it is your, you, you know, if you vouch for them, you know. It's your responsibility that they don't misbehave. And if if something happens and they find themselves in the middle of something uh, that raises suspicion, it will it will very much impact your family. But if that's the risk you want to take, that's fine with us. Oh, Hoy starts sweating, looking nervously. <laughs> <around. laughs> yeah, what's worse? What's worse, Ahoy, those two guards are both humans. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> I, I would assume that this is generally not what it took to get into Everland before. I would say you would, you would have definitely had to, um, you know, flash your, flash your clan membership if there were, if there happened to be some guards that didn't know you, but... You know, Evelund is about 25,000 inhabitants, so the guards, some of the guards definitely would recognize you. Uh, those two don't. Um, and yeah, it's, it does seem a little bit more suspicious or like cautious, maybe. Especially since they're both human, you were probably on your wander years for their entire life. That's true. Very true. That's true. Your wander years last so long and humans are age. It's, it's a... Yeah. I, I just th like they're threatening. They're threatening. Were to say it, the, the, just the threatening. Like, well, if they get in trouble, it's going to reflect badly, badly on your clan. Like, as though I wouldn't like theoretically know that. But also, we have laws. If they do something wrong, they just go to jail, and then we're just like, yeah, we we trusted the wrong person. We'll deal with it. Like, yeah, yeah. Hedwig knows, and it's like, of course. <laughs> I don't know. She's like annoyed at them for talking yeah. down to her like that. <laughs> Uh, you can make an inside check if you want. Uh, 13 plus 9, 22. Wow, okay. Uh, with that, you can tell they don't mean anything. Uh, you know, they don't have any ill will towards you. They maybe were just told to tell everyone about it. 
Also, they're obviously probably thrown off by the horrific spider that's clearly <laughs> menacing to them. Yeah, they just want to make sure that you are okay. aware of it. Okay, I'm happens, just like, you know? what is like, why are you threatening me as I enter my home with guests? No, yeah, it, it's not meant <laughs> as a threat. You can tell that with your inside check. It's just okay. kind of a... Yeah. Over-enthusiastic rookies, okay. Not over-enthusiastic, just overly cautious, maybe, you know? Well, it's a bit of an overly enthusiastic way to word it. Well, it's on you if they... It's going to reflect badly on your family if they do something wrong. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Do you know how big my family is? (laughs) Do you know who I am? Not exactly do you know who I am, but it's just like... Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. And uh, yeah, they just they Let's let you chill, through the guys. gate. So you can enter the city now. Yeah. Just to not embarrass Hedwig, I take off my cloak of human uh, enemy <laughs> skin and put it in my bag. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just to, uh, you know, to make sure that I don't. <laughs> Arouse any suspicion, extra suspicion. <laughs> I am wearing my cloak of friendship so everyone knows how friendly I am. Yeah, that's great. That's very good. Well, it's not covered in blood and go- or anymore, so no. it's fine. You're right. It's not in its original state. But but you do have a raw um, hide from a <laughs> from a wolf, a dire wolf hide. Sure, true. But you know, it's, I have that all wrapped up and I'm going to try and take care of it later. <laughs> Hedwig would tell him to press to digitate it anyway. Hmm. And he was like, oh, for hours, forget I can do that. (laughs) (laughs) I can clean up things magically. Yeah, you make your way through the city. It, um, you know, it's, uh, again, it is a city divided by a river. Uh, There are two bridges, you know, that connect the the two parts. And... Uh, you yeah you you just walk on the on the south bank basically on the south side of it um which looks to be from what you can see from what you can gather look uh, basically comparing the two sides of the city this one looks to be the little less um uh, the, the one that is more like the working people and uh it's it it just doesn't look as nice as the other one but still nice enough absolutely um and yeah you make your way through the city um as you walk through the streets that are so familiar to you Hedwig you can see that there are that things have changed that there are many many more people it is a more diverse city now um in the past you've seen the odd goliath or hobgoblin um, but never in those numbers. There are actually two Goliaths uh, walking into the opposite direction to you right now. Um, but as you keep walking, there are many different people that you come across. Uh, not just, you know, the humans and dwarves and elves and halflings that make up the vast majority of the city. Uh, but there are now also goliaths and furbogs, goblins and hobgoblins, drow and durgar, bugbears and orcs. Uh, not necessarily in the numbers. Non-insane durgar. Uh, yeah, there. I mean, nice. n- none of them seem seem to be like overly overly cautious. <laughs> I mean, they maybe they seem cautious, but they don't not, not paranoid like the ones that you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're not paranoid uh, like the ones you encountered in the Underdark, and yeah, it is it is a more heterogeneous uh, city now in terms of population. It is not like you know; it's still a majority. Um, you know, you see a lot of humans. You see quite a lot of you know dwarves and elves and halflings and whatnot, but definitely more more diverse um and yeah as you as you make your your way through town uh you are you come closer to the first bridge Uh, ahoy please make a perception check just me yes 14 okay you don't really perceive anything 
Um, and yeah, you make your way through the city and yeah, you pass the first bridge, the night bridge. Uh, you can see there is there on, if you look to the left of you across the bridge, you can faintly make out a big open space, which Hedwig, you know, is the bell market. Uh, and to the right of you, there is another gate, the bridge gate, aptly called. Um, and yeah, you come across a tavern and eventually you see a part of the city that is, seems to be walled off. And Hedwig, you would know it as the uh, barracks and the armory of the, of the city, of the, of the army, basically. And you know you you're getting ever closer to your uh, family house, and you pass by next right next to that walled off part is actually a big block of buildings that you know are all of the dwarven guilds of the city. So it's right next right next to the to the walled off part, and yeah, you come to the second bridge the. <laughs> aptly called dwarf bridge uh that is also slightly smaller like you know it's not as wide as the other one mm -hmm. um and you know you're only 500 meters from your from your home mm -hmm. and how do you, how does hedwig feel she's nervous she doesn't know if her dad's dead or not <laughs> very good point <laughs> <laughs> um, how does everybody else feel now walking through this city? Uh, the Red Band is always excited to visit new places. He's mm -hmm. looking around. He's getting, he's getting a bit giddy. Uh, he's trying to keep it in check out of respect for Hedwig, but he's having a real hard time not just running off. <laughs> okay. Peace it out. But out of respect for his beloved friend, he is trying to keep a somber, a somber look. Mm -hmm. <laughs> cool how well are you doing that <laughs> yeah uh, how are you feeling you're back in a city again it's not not your favorite i think but yeah what is ahoy feeling like it's a little dismayed by the presence of humans everywhere yeah. um other than that he's like just thinking to himself don't get in trouble and then he's but he's also reminiscing about uh uh family as hedwig goes up to see her family mm -hmm. and all that makes a very conflicted uh, ahoy as he walks with the cd8 the nuzzling mm -hmm. next to him understanding all these feelings that have conflict that are going through his mind okay and everybody please roll a d100 79 27 50 okay nothing happens you just walk along uh, and yeah, you can you can see as you know you you can you can hear as when you were walking past the garrison, you could hear the the armory clanging away. You could hear some drills going on uh, as you went past the um, the dwarven guilds. Uh, there was a lot of hustle and bustle, uh, a lot of obviously dwarves running around, but also other people just working there. Uh, and yeah, you're you're now past the dwarf bridge. Uh, you you go to the right, go past a few houses. You go to the left, and there is this the street that you grew up in, Hedwig. And may, maybe you're trembling a little bit. Maybe you're speeding up a little bit more as you come close to your family door. And and how do you approach? Do you just enter the door? Or... Yep, that's my house. I'm not knocking. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's my house and my dad's dying. I'm just walking <laughs> through the door. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> and as you you open the door to your to your home, to your home, even though you are on your wonder years, and you come back with your sister and your friends in tow. And, and a princess. And a princess. <laughs> um, and you can hear noises, familiar noises, because 
it's all of your siblings. Not all of them, maybe, but you, you can see, you can hear a lot of noises that are familiar to you and your home. And that's where we're going to end the session. Thank you guys so much for playing. Yeah. Hooray. Uh, Thanks for running it. We have made it to Everlund, Hedwig's uh, home. And yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes next. I mean, I have things prepared, of course, but uh, yeah, it's going to be fun, I think. And yeah, thank you guys so much for playing. And yeah, and if people have enjoyed listening to it and want to support the show, Alex, what's the best way people can do that? Give us a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if people want to reach out, Adam, what's the best way they can do that? Drop us a line at seriallyhooked.com. Nice. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks.